Welcome back. What's going on this week? What were we just talking about earlier today? Uh, fuck, we were talking about a lot of shit. Uh, vaccines or the fucking the boosters and shit. Oh, that documentary you watched. You want to talk about that? Which one? <laughs> uh, that one that you showed me. The Oh, was it What is a Woman or whatever? No, Web oh, the one I just sent you today. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's it it does like uh, there's like four different topics they talk about. The one I was just watching was um, uh, what was it? Um, they were interviewing a girl that was like, uh, they say she got indoctrinated into like the far right movements and shit like that oh my god (laughs) and uh well it it was i forget how it happened but she basically said like she ended up going to a bar and like she was in a new city and some guy came up to her and started talking uh and she just found like she was just kind of taken in by his words like he was he'd tell stories but she never knew how the story was going to turn out and i'm like well yeah because he's a fucking racist right like you're not at this point he is so yeah you don't know what's going to come out of his fucking mouth so she was like oh i I just i couldn't get enough i wanted to keep hearing more and then uh it eventually turned into like her like becoming his perfect girl kind of thing right so she thought she had to fucking become what he envisioned her to be and she tailored herself to like what he wanted basically yeah definitely and over okay, time, so they were both manipulating into... each other then. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was really manipulating her. Like, it, they don't really talk too much about, like, what he actually said to her. They're just kind of interviewing her after the fact that she left, like, the far right and all that. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it, he could have literally spewed so much racist shit that she didn't know was actually racist shit at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, it, any normal person would be like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Like, can you fuck off? But she could have been like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. In the end, she probably believed everything. She's probably racist anyways. Yeah, she, she was, too. uh, uh, what was it? She ended up being, like, one of the most, um, uh, outspoken members of the movement. Uh, it was, what was it, Europa something, or something Europa, I want to say like Universalis Europa or some shit like that. Never even heard of it. No, me neither, I was like, what the fuck is that? But, I mean, the the funny part is, like, it's Netflix, so they have, like, an instant, like, we have to skew this to our audience, like, we have to, we have to direct this to them, so it was funny watching them, uh, like, throw Trump, like, right under the fucking bus, like, piecing together different stuff from like cnn and nbc and all that shit just to make it look like trump is the poster child for like white supremacy in the states right yeah exactly and nobody can actually point to anything that he actually said that's anywhere like remotely racist i know like the uh, they had one interview with him on that i think they were using as like their proof and they were like uh 
what was it? Would you outwardly refuse votes from like white supremacists? And then they named one or two people. And he's like, I don't know these people. And I, I, I can't speak for what these people do. <laughs> and then they're like, they framed it in a way that they're like, that's him saying he does. He, he'll take their votes. And it's like, that's, <laughs> that's not even fucking close. Yeah, uh, like if you say, him. okay, <clears throat> okay, John Smith, would you uh, be friends with this guy? He's a racist. I'd be like, well, I don't know him. <laughs> like, can you, if I met him and thought he was a racist, then sure, I'd not be friends with him or whatever. But I don't know this person, so... <laughs> Yeah, like that's basically like, what he's saying. <laughs> in the end, you don't even know the person interviewing you. So you're taking the word from someone you don't know about the word for someone else that you don't know. And you're like, hold on, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. it's funny because like towards the end of it, they like I, I mentioned to you that they were talking about red pilling. Uh, <laughs> so it was funny because they interviewed someone who was like, they played a part. They didn't want to re reveal them their own face because they feared for their safety because like they played a part in exposing like the riots where someone got run over or whatever right and he's like uh yeah very often they uh they like to red pill people and the interview is like well what what is red pilling he's like oh it's basically where they like radicalize people into into joining the far right and i'm like hold the fuck up <laughs> like what the fuck is this shit like just because you watched the 2021 version of the matrix doesn't mean you have any fucking clue what red pilling is like, come the yeah. fuck on. Yeah. That's really fucked up. They even like changed the whole thing. And apparently the Wachowski brothers hate the fact that people use red pilling for like, um, people like waking up to like the leftist bullshit. And, uh, I guess they just like feed right into it, but they basically took their red pill idea and just like used it. Oh, and they, they, they hate it apparently. I think it's, it's hilarious. It's so funny because like they came out with literally a metaphor for choosing to look at the truth or choosing to go back to the happy paradise. Right. And everybody thinks that if you choose to look at the truth if you choose to take the red pill you're no one wants to deal with you and it's like well hold on like if i want to look at the truth you should want to be with me looking at the truth if we don't like the truth we can fix it if we like the truth well cool we're good yeah exactly um and the, like the whole waking up thing and how the left kind of uses the whole woke thing like um woke or whatever <laughs> yeah. they kind of don't use it anymore because people like normal people just make fun of it and say you know go get woke go broke and shit like that and the thing that i've been noticing with like just regular like centrist people and maybe like some of the people on the right but not like super like hardcore right wingers is like waking up from the like the media's brainwashing and how they're like leading people and politicians, how they're leading people during to this one direction where there's no truth whatsoever in it. And this whole waking up mentality, that is what I think red pilling means. Yeah. Like it's, it's to me, red pilling would be just using your own brain. You know what I mean? Like asking questions that affect you instead of 
the media telling you you should ask this question. You just ask this question without a prompt. You you want to look further for your own benefit, not because people are telling you to look further. You just want to you just want to better yourself. Right, and asking questions that the media doesn't want you to ask. Yeah, absolutely. If if you see something on the media and it's constantly like I'll, I'll, everything points back to COVID at this point, like they're trying to get a fucking a fourth needle or a second booster they're calling it. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But ask the questions like, why do we need four when the Johnson and Johnson only needs one? Why do we need four of this one vaccine when you could have only got one of the other one? And the one that you only needed one of, you weren't allowed to get. Like, ask ask questions like that. Why wasn't I allowed to get that one needle? Well, because the government said it was fucking contaminated or whatever. It's just fucking stupid shit. Yeah, ask those questions and ask why um, the effects of the vaccine wane over time when you have other things like the polio vaccine where, you know, you get the vaccine and you get like one booster and then you're good for life, like your entire life. You don't have to keep going like every like year or two to get like a polio booster. You're completely immune from polio. I think it's like in the first couple of years of your life. Yeah, and it lasts like, for the entire like existence until you're a hundred or whatever, you know. Why is why do we have these boosters coming up? I, I think I know a little bit why. It's money. Oh, it's absolutely it has to, money. It has to do with people like coming back, like returning customers. The you know the phar- pharmaceutical industry is still pissed off that they you know made a vaccine where it was only like two vaccines to cure polio. They're probably thinking, damn, we could have milked that for like the lifespan of the the humans, right? Yeah. (laughs) They're probably pissed that they missed it on that opportunity. So now they're doing it right now with, uh, with COVID. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there, COVID is a perfect example of a test scenario for big pharma because the, they get to see how many times people will just keep coming back for the same shit over and over and over again. And if they see that number 10 is the magic 10, everything from now on is going to need nine. You know what I mean? It's going to be, it's going to look so much more advanced because you need less shots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Science is, is getting better. You only need nine shots. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come yeah. on, really? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous and silly. It's scary the way that like that, I don't want to say the way that people think, but the way that the government tells the people to think and the people agree with being told how to think. And it's like, what? Why? Like, you get mad if we call you sheep, but that's exactly what the fuck you are. You're you're doing exactly what people tell you to do. Like, that's the definition of a sheep. Right. And their inability to see through this, like, it reinforces the fact that they are just blindly following, you know? Yeah. It's, and like, they wouldn't, like the politicians would not be able to get away with what they're getting away with if these people weren't just following blindly. Because if everybody was actually waking up and asking these questions that we're asking, you know, they would be, they'd be done for, they'd be screwed. Well, you think of it this way. If cable TV doesn't exist anymore and all social media is banned everywhere what the fuck's going to happen to the government 
the government's going to fall in on itself because they have no means of fucking like educating people to do their bidding because people won't know what to do if they can't turn on the tv and look at ctv and ctv is saying you need to know this you need to know this you need to know this be afraid be afraid and you can't go on facebook for example and tell other people to be afraid the fuck Mm. are these people going to do live their lives (laughs) but i mean they got like they've been at this point they've all pretty much been like totally against the people that have been living their lives you know what i mean they're like yeah oh your freedom i don't like your freedom i'm going to complain all over the place about your freedom they probably go through some kind of like fear withdrawal where they like (laughs) you know they've been told to be living in fear their whole lives and, and now they're not being told that and they're not like the next monkey pox is not just around the corner for them to be like scared about and lice hauling their whole house yeah. and then they're just like oh shit uh, i don't know what to do they probably have like mental breakdowns and shit you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd have they'd go full fucking paranoid psychosis and then the people who already had it would be like see see like it, it's not just me <laughs> <laughs> they yeah exactly they'd go off the deep end i mean oh man it's crazy what the government can get people to believe these days like it's it's insane fucking like here's an example that i got fucking i tried to highlight to put it fuck shit up is fucking i got canada first not canada last and the reason i got that is because i think i sent you the article about all the ukrainians landed in nova scotia yeah, you did, yeah. And the fucking, now they're complaining that there's a housing crisis for all the Ukrainians that came to Nova Scotia. And it's like, hold up. There's always been a housing crisis in Nova Scotia. Like, why all of a sudden that the Ukrainians, people from a totally different country are coming here, you want to give them houses before the people who have been basically living on the street for, I'll say, six months to six years kind of thing. You don't want to give them houses. You want to give the people that aren't fighting for their country who are coming to supposedly a free country you want to give them basically free room and board but not the people that choose to stay in the country that they're in and live on the streets like yeah they do that for like all kinds of refugees too and it's not just the ukrainians it's like any refugee that comes to canada basically gets a free free ride and the people that were born here (laughs) You know, they just get tossed aside. Nobody cares about regular Canadians living on the streets. Because if they did, there'd be a lot more people upset about it and a lot more people protesting about it. And the government would have to do something about it, but they're not going to. And there's lots of veterans on the streets, too. People that fought for this country. You know, it's sickening. Makes me sick to my stomach. It's it's fucking, it's scary because, like, the... The people of Canada, and when I say the people of Canada, I mean the people born in Canada. The people of Canada don't understand that to the government you're just a number. Whereas people coming into Canada, they're more than a number. They're like fucking, they're dollar signs because they can get money from all these other countries because Canada took in these refugees, these immigrants, like The world will dump money into Canada's lap to take in people from outside of Canada, but the world won't dump in money into Canada's lap to take care of its own. Right. 
And those, as far as I'm concerned, the the housing crisis is all over Canada, and it's also something that is a human rights violation in a way, because the artificial inflation of the housing economy and the prices of like regular property and stuff has been through the roof, and it's basically what is what's happening is the government is implementing policies in order to raise the prices of houses and what and whatnot and what pierre polyev has been talking about is he's been saying that we we have to get rid of the red tape and all this like bullshit that's causing this artificial inflation of the housing market and allow it to go down and allow regular people to buy houses because myself, even working like a really good job, I could not afford a house. I could not afford a mortgage. A single person cannot afford a mortgage in Canada unless they're like a doctor. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, right now, I, I don't even think a working couple could afford a house. And it probably it's, not. It's just so baffling because all the people uh, at this point, I'll say all the old people have houses. And they're wondering why all these young people aren't buying houses. Well, because we can't buy a house for $35,000. Exactly. With everything in it. You bought a house for $35,000. That was what? Maybe we'll say three years of your income that you put into that. Three years of my income is maybe $60,000. You want me to go out and buy a $120,000 house that's on the same street that you paid $35,000 for? And you think this is fucking equal? Like, absolutely not. Right. And for 120000 you might get a one-bedroom house, a one-bedroom mini-home. Like, that's how bad it's getting, man. Like, two-bedroom yeah. houses, like actual, like, duplexes, go for three, dollars $400,000 now. It's insane. And the best yeah, part just... is, like, Nova Scotia tried to implement uh, a policy for people who don't live in Nova Scotia. So if you want to buy a house in Nova Scotia, you have to make it your primary residence to live there. Otherwise, you pay amped up taxes. And everybody in Nova Scotia and everybody outside of Nova Scotia said, oh, I don't like this. This is going to cost me money. Yeah, it's going to cost you money, but it's going to mean more people living in Nova Scotia who are from Nova Scotia. Right. And I completely agree with that. I, I think that should be the way it is. I think they should have to pay tons of taxes if it's not their pr primary uh, resident. For yeah, because sure. I mean, at that point, it's just a luxury. Like, you you don't get a luxury for free. You you got to earn that luxury. If yep. you want to buy a million dollar house and live in it for I don't know, we'll say a summer, so eight nine weeks, and pay the same amount of taxes that someone who lives in their house year round pays. No, 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 no. no. At this point, you're not contributing anything to the economy in that local community, but you want the same treatment as the people who work in that local community? Yeah, fuck you. Right. And I don't know if we talked about this last time. I don't really remember. But um, right now, with the housing market being so high, um, people who are trying to get a house at, like, market rate or like a little under or maybe even a little old a little over um doesn't really have much of a shot because a lot of places in canada especially in ontario there's these big companies that come in and they buy up all these houses and they turn them into rental properties so 
what they're trying to do right now is corporations and the government are working together to create a system where we're going to be paying perpetual rent for the rest of our lives yeah. and our kids are going to be doing the same the wef policy you'll own nothing and you'll be happy that's i think that's part of that plan yeah that's that's pretty much exactly where we're at right now because and it's like, happening oh sorry go ahead if if you look at right now if you approach a random person on the street doesn't matter what they look like doesn't matter what city they're in you ask them what do you think of a homesteader they'll have either no fucking idea what you're saying or they'll think that's a conspiracy theorist person instead of thinking that's awesome someone wants to live on their own land self-sustaining and not pay any fucking utility bills or anything like that they won't think about that they'll instantly jump to like mental illness right yeah no i have no problem with that i mean when i if i ever am able to own a house i, I want to have a garden and maybe even have some livestock like some chickens or something you know something so just in case the world goes to shit and the economy goes to shit i'm able to survive even if yeah. I have to eat like lettuce and raw chicken, <laughs> well, not raw chicken, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like oh, you be, you've eaten a lot of fucking rabbit, man. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit is like, well, I mean, there's a reason people say fucking like rabbits, right? Like, oh yeah, that's fucking, true. They mature, they mature fast as shit and everything. So that's yeah, a, a lot of stuff that I've seen for like homesteaders and that when they're first getting started, it's nothing but fucking rabbit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's really easy to even catch wild rabbit. Um, and, like, there's a lot of wild rabbits. Uh, I know around where my parents live, there's, like, in the backyard, every time I go over there, there's, like, rabbits in the backyard just, like, hopping around and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I, I do want to point out that um, the housing crisis that I was talking about, where businesses are buying up um, large uh, tons of houses and property that's going on in uh usa as well so if we have any like americans listening that's what's going on with the housing crisis in america right now too yeah and it, it's funny because like um i'll use this as a topic because it's going to kind of push us into another one is you look at like the huawei executive that was under house arrest and shit right right she I, as far as i know she was living in a company house in canada owned by Huawei, which is basically a Chinese, I'll, I'll just say spying company or telecommunications company, whatever they want to be called. And that house was all over the news for fucking ever. That house right now, if someone wanted to buy it, I'm sure it would be triple the price as opposed to before that Huawei executive got put under house arrest and shit like that. And it's just because other companies see that house and realize that they can start doing shit like that. They can start buying houses from, if they're in China, buy them in Canada. If they're in fucking Europe, buy them in Canada. And if they want the house themselves, cool. It just sits there. It just falls apart. If they want to make money, they just rent it to the, to the citizens of Canada. Like they're doing us a favor. Right. And you notice that house was a mansion, right? Oh, it was absolutely. like a gated mansion, basically. It had like a gate all the way around it, and yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's crazy. 
but yeah, these corporations, what they're doing, how they're buying up so much is they're overshooting the prices. So like a family, let's say, wanted to buy a house. This company will come in that has unlimited resources nearly, and they'll overbid the house so high that the person, the family trying to bid on it doesn't have a shot in hell of affording this house. So that's what they do. And it's crazy. And they know real estate is just going to keep going up. So they know it's an investment, right? Yeah. Anyways, we can, we can go on to something else. I just wanted to get that off well, my no, chest. No, even like, because like I'll look at the like where I just moved from. There was people in Ontario buying houses where I was at, sight unseen, like, well, I'll say at least $25,000 over asking. And they had no idea what the house looked like. Right. And it's Crazy. just like, it, it, it should be mandatory that you're at least in i'll say in the community that you're buying the house in when you buy the house so yeah. you have no excuse to say like even if you do end up renting it for a reasonable price to people living in the community if you end up being like a good person you can't say like i didn't know it was a shithole yeah you were just in that community you had a chance to look at that house you knew it was a shithole you're liable for that person living in a shithole right and there's a problem with people buying houses they don't even see because they don't really care about the house. They're probably just buying it for the property, you know, so they don't really give a shit. They're just trying to buy up as much as they can. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you look at, I'll, I'll say the price of a house where I was that same house where I was, was, I think it, I want to say it was assessed for maybe eighty five, eighty six thousand $86,000. And that was on, uh, I'll say maybe two acres of land, which is, it's, it's good for people outside of Nova Scotia because you can't get access to that amount of land for that price. Like if you live in Ontario and you want that same size house and that same property size, you're at least looking at half a million dollars for that. Right. And yep. it's just like, I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, it is. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it is crazy. And with America having Joe Biden and Canada having Justin Trudeau, it's not going to get any better. So it's just going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, we got the fucking, the United States has fucking zombie Joe and we got... I don't know what we got fucking blackface or fucking like <laughs> the instant freedom remover or whatever the fuck you want to call him. It's just like it's... blackface sock boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the price of gas has more than doubled since Justin Trudeau has taken office. Oh man. Ain't like, that crazy? In the last two years, uh, almost two years ago today, when I went to fill up my car, it's the exact same car. Nothing changed in my car. It was like maybe 70 cents a liter. And it cost me maybe 25 bucks to fill up my car. Now I go to fill up my car. I get three quarters of a tank for 60 fucking dollars. And it's right. like, hold up. What the fuck is going on? It's, oh, it's, it's crazy. It's at least tripled just during COVID. Yep. And it, it's it's not going to get any better because now the government knows people will still pay 
that to go to work to earn money that the government can take more money from and fucking like it's it's it, you're literally going into debt to go to work to keep staying in debt at this point oh yeah it's crazy taxes are way way too high and obviously now we have the carbon tax which is putting a a huge tax on the gas and like you know other stuff like home heating and and whatnot it's just crazy like Justin Trudeau wants us all to buy electric cars, but he doesn't want to subsidize the car purchases. He wants us all like, you know, on like green, green energy, but he doesn't want to subsidize like green energy anywhere in Canada. It's just stupid. Yeah, It's just a scheme to keep Canadians poor is what it is. He resents Alberta and he resents anybody who's a conservative or anybody who's not like super far left like him. Yeah. Like, and if you decide that you want to put a solar panel on your house, you have to run that by the privatized power company to yep. see if you're allowed to do that. Yeah. And if you're not allowed to do that, that privatized power company disconnects your power until you remove something that you can sustain yourself. <clears throat> that's crazy like it, it it just doesn't make sense that like one of the things that i got to talk about here is fucking um fuck where is it oh da, 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 i lost it i scrolled over um but it's essentially of like uh <sighs> the rights you have like rights to different utilities and stuff like that so, like, you have a right to clean drinking water. I, You can tell me that, like, natives and everything have dirty drinking water. Yeah, oh, I get absolutely. that. But they have the right to clean drinking water. No one wants to give it to them, but they have that right. <laughs> yeah. Now, we have the right to internet. We have the right to access internet. Hmm. We have the right to shelter. Like, we have so many rights. But I'm always wondering if these are rights... Why do we have to pay to get them? Yeah, it's not a right if you have to pay to get it. Or if somebody yeah. gives it to you, it's not a right. A right is self-evident. Yeah. And for lack of a better word, it's like a God-given right. A right that's like inside every one of you. Like the right to bear arms, for example, in the States. I think that should be a universal right to defend yourself. Anywhere in the world, you should be allowed to carry a gun if you want to, to defend yourself and your family and your property. That's an yeah. example of a, of a God-given right, quote-unquote. Yeah, because, I mean, like, a, a, every, every human being on Earth should have the right to defend their right to live. Because everybody has a right to live, but not yes. everybody has a right to defend their right to live. Like which people is, in Canada, yeah, for example. It's, and it's totally totally ridiculous because like you want to preach all this freedom like you if you're in the states or wherever you are you want your country to say that it's the freest country in the world well do you have a right to protect your right to live if not you're not a free country canada we're not a free country we don't have that right to protect our right to live that's exactly right 100 percent um, another right, free speech. You see that stifled all the time online with like Facebook censors or Twitter censors or whatever. You, you know, people get uh, like 
banned from from like posting on Facebook or something for saying a word that uh, the company doesn't agree with. You know, yeah. it's stupid. It's if I have a right to free speech, it's universal right to free speech. I should be able to say anything I want. And that's just what it should be because the right to free speech is fundamental. It's the most fundamental right. It's the one that protects all the other rights because how are you going to protest without free speech? You yeah. know, how are you going to do anything without free speech? It's crazy. But the the problem that the government doesn't want to get into is arguing with private companies like Facebook and Twitter about free speech because they think that'll be going too far to tell a private company what they can and can't do. Right. Meanwhile, the private companies are using their company resources to help specific politicians get into and out of office. And it's like, you, right. you, you don't realize that you're not telling them what to do. They're telling you what to do. The ones telling the government what to do will be like social media giants like Facebook and shit like that. But the government doesn't want to step in and say like, well, if you're telling us what to do, you have to give everyone on your platform free speech. Uncensored, but, undoctored, free speech. Well, that's just it. The government has no problem with telling other companies what they can and can't do, like for safety regulations and paying corporate taxes and all this stuff. But for some reason, conveniently, they draw the line at free speech. Really? Like, yeah. Isn't that stupid when you think about it? Like these private companies are regulated by the government, but they stifle free speech. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I personally think the government should step in and just allow universal free speech on all platforms, especially on the internet. Now, I got a thought. It's probably going to sound fucking ridiculous, but what if the government created its own social media platform? Then they would have to allow free speech on on right. that platform. Yes. And why haven't they done it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because they know that they would have to allow free speech. And if it became um, really big and, you know, people from all walks of life were on it, there would be stuff on there that they would want to get rid of. And they couldn't because it would be a first, well, in the States, it would be a First Amendment violation. In Canada, they could probably get away with censoring um, because we don't have free speech in Canada. We, they have a First Amendment. We don't. So that's the difference. Yeah, I think, what do we have in Canada? <clears throat> like the right to freedom of expression or something like that? Something like that. It, it, but it can be censored at any time by the, by the government. So basically all the rights in the charter aren't really rights that we have because the first line of the charter says um, this can be basically revoked in a free and democratic society. So they base, they're basically saying they can switch your rights off anytime they want. Yeah. And I mean, technically they can't because this isn't a fair democratic society anymore because two-thirds of the people in power are working together. Yeah. That's no longer democratic. We didn't want them working together. They decided together to work together. Right. And don't call it a coalition because they don't like that word, <laughs> even though that's the actual definition of the word coalition is to work together. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Oh, it's not a coalition because it's not the government definition of a coalition. It's like, well, yeah. okay, let's pull up Webster's right now and I'll tell you, it's 100% a coalition. And it's just, it's, it's so baffling that 
they're they're doing this so blatantly obvious but if you tell people what they're doing they're like oh no you're 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 just anti whatever the fuck's in the news today you're anti that right like or you're a conspiracy theorist you and the best is someone told me uh what was it they said you you seem like you don't trust the government and i was like why the fuck should I trust the government? Like, if you tell me why I should trust the government. If, if you can make me trust the government, cool, all the power to you. You got a big fucking fight on your hands. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, it's actually uh, interesting that their default position is trusting the government. Because as far as I'm concerned, the default position should be questioning and distrusting the government. Because every government that's ever been in power in Canada pretty well has never been a hundred percent truthful and a hundred percent honest, you know, and it probably will never happen. So you always have to be distrustful of the government. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't trust any entity that basically makes me go to work and pay to go to work like that. That yeah. makes no fucking sense to me. You have to Why pay can't them. I keep all my earnings? Why do yeah. I have to give you money for me going to work? Right. Now, people will try and justify it being like, well, they let you live in the country. They they give you free health care. They give you all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but they give it to everybody else, too. So Who's going to build the roads, bro? Who's going to build the roads? <laughs> you know, we need ditch diggers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's always the anti-libertarian uh, argument is, uh, oh, well, he's going to build the roads. And, you know, your mo- that's where your money goes to. It's like, uh, why don't you go down to Florida and see how much income tax they have down there? In Florida, they have zero income tax. I don't see any problems building roads in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> think about it. I want to say that that they have no purchase tax either. That could be true. Because, like, I, I, know, I know it's either one or the exist other. That they don't have income tax and they don't have purchase tax. And it's like. Um, I think they might have purchase tax. I know it's one or the other. It's either they don't have state tax or they don't have purchase tax. Uh, I can't 100% remember, but. I'll pull up stateofflorida.com. Uh, yeah, so they do have, well, it's called sales tax, is 6%, okay. which is, yeah, what, ours is 15%, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ours is, listen to, like, ours is 15% in this, like, in this, the province, well, both of the provinces that we reside in, and theirs is 6%, and look at the difference, like, look at Florida, man, like, look at the size of Florida compared to, like, us. It's way smaller, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, the crazy. argument that a lot of people will make is, well, there's more people there. They can afford to, to pay less taxes. And it's like, well, I, I kind of get that, but I shouldn't be charged more tax because I live somewhere where there's not a lot of people. Well, yeah. And look at it this way. The more people in a, in a place, the more the government is going to need to spend the money. Right. Yeah. So really it should be, if it's a percentage, it should be even across the board. Otherwise, where's that extra money going? Where's that extra, like whatever percent, like 9%. Yeah. Like it's going somewhere. They won't tell us where it's going right. or, or it's going somewhere that 
they've just decided it should have been going this whole fucking time. Like, where's the money going? Uh, well, we, we can't really get into that. And then like a year later, yeah, we're revamping the healthcare system. Oh, so, okay. So that's where the money's going now. But why wasn't it going there this whole time? Where was it going before it went there? Yeah, exactly. And like for if there's Americans listening, we live in in Canada and Canada is the most one of the most taxed places in the world. Like not even like um, California, New York, it taxes as bad as we do here in Canada. Like our lowest tax is probably higher than your highest tax in the States. So, and we have a huge, huge government spending problem. So there's billions of dollars that the government has spent and there's no accountability. And we don't know where that those billions of dollars went to and the government will not tell us where they went to. Yeah. So we, that's, we don't really, have a really right sketchy. to know where our money's going. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. We and, find and, out about it on the news when they're sending hundred million dollars worth of howitzer barrels over to the fucking ukraine to fight the war that canada's not even fight you just got fucked <laughs> there we go all right um where were we uh fuck we were talking about taxes oh yeah i was yeah okay so just in case um anyone is like unaware of what's going on in canada right now we have three main political parties right now, and um, they each got relatively the same amount of votes, except one of them got like about 10% less than the other two. But anyways, it's um, two of them are far left, and one of them is like kind of right, not super far right, but just like regular right, like conservative. And unfortunately, the two left ones got around like over 50% of the votes. So now what they're doing is they're working together to pass all kinds of really stupid laws that are destroying Canada right now. And we still have to deal with this for three more years. Yeah. So it's just something in case you weren't aware what's going on in Canada right now. It's just, we're, we're kind of getting screwed over pretty hardcore by these crazy left wingers. A hundred percent. And if you if you speak anything against them, you're racist. No matter what you say, no matter who, if you talk about either of the two political parties, you're racist. You're if the moment you open your mouth, they just call you racist. Right. Because uh, one of the leaders of uh, the political uh, party called the NDP is a Sikh, so he's been using this racism card ever since he came into uh, the leadership role of that party. So yeah, anytime anybody criticism or gives him criticism, it's uh, they're automatically racist. But he's, he's, he hasn't really used it much in the past. It's only like basically since the freedom convoy that he's like fully embracing calling people racist because that's, that's what his buddy Justin Trudeau was doing was calling everybody racist. Yeah, it's really interesting how quickly how quickly things turn, you know, when the narrative shifts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cuz that that's what CBC was doing right from the get-go, right from the start of the Freedom Convoy. First they were saying that it was like uh just a few people, no, not a big deal. And then it turned from 
okay, well, there's quite a lot of people to, oh, they're just like a bunch of racists and stuff. And it's yeah. like, wow, you shifted that narrative so fast when there was proof that there was actually a lot of people going. Yeah. When the best part is like, they called anybody even related to it the fringe minority. And it's like, okay, yeah, cool. You can call them minority if you want. And then next thing you know, they're shutting down fucking the whole city of Ottawa because the minority of people showed up and they don't know what to do. But they knew a month ahead of time that this was going to happen. They just chose to do nothing because they were telling people, yeah, no one's really going to show up. <laughs> we fucking showed up, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because... um uh, two things. One, they were actually directing traffic. The cops were actually directing traffic and telling the truckers where to park and stuff so they wouldn't be yeah. uh, blocking off streets and stuff like that. So they knew it was a peaceful protest. The cops knew 100% it was peaceful because they were there. They were on the ground the whole time. And they said they were like... They were even telling the the government, like, this is really peaceful protest. There's even... There's documented emails that were produced saying that the cops were saying that it was peaceful and they're uh the i think it's the transportation minister lied and said that the police asked them to step in and do something about it with the emergencies act yeah. when the cops did not ask them to step in at all yeah so and that's i think that's part of the reason i think the head of police or whatever in ottawa i think that's part of the reason he stepped down is because he said we didn't ask for this. It's just being thrust upon us. You're right. Exactly. It's just, it's crazy that he can just get away with lying like that. Yeah. Lying and, and everybody then, thanks him for it. <laughs> yeah. Lying and then implementing the Emergencies Act, which strips the rights and freedoms of Canadians, which should not be done under circumstances like this whatsoever. Yeah. So while we took a little break, I pulled up the the rights and freedom, uh, the uh, the lists of rights and freedoms that the Charter of Canada protects. Uh, so I have like fundamental freedoms. So the fundamental freedoms, everyone in Canada is free to practice any religion or no religion at all. We are also free to express religious beliefs through prayer or by wearing religious clothing, for example. However, the Charter also ensures that others have the same right to express their religious beliefs in public. We're free to think our own thoughts, speak our minds, listen to views of others, and express our opinions in creative ways. We're also free to meet with anyone we wish and participate in peaceful demonstrations. This includes the right to protest against a government action or institution. However, these freedoms are not unlimited. They may be limits on how you express your religious beliefs if your way of doing so should infringe on the rights of others or undermine complex public programs and policies. For example, you may have religious region, reasons to object to having your photo taken for your driver's license, but this requirement may be linked to a need to stop others from unlawfully using your identity. In addition, the Charter does not protect expressions such as hate speech, doesn't define hate speech that involves threats of violence or that takes the form of violence how do words take a form of violence anyway <laughs> good point the media also have whoa the media 
also have certain fundamental freedoms and are free to print and broadcast news and other information. The government can only limit what the media prints for justifiable reasons set out in law. For example, a magazine cannot print slander, which is an untrue statement about a person that may hurt his or her reputation. Oh, they're only talking about two genders there. Fuck. Wait, there's only two genders in our fucking, like, our Charter of Rights and Freedoms? Oh, mm, someone good fucked up there. <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it tells you you have the right to express yourself unless it infringes on someone else's right to express themselves. So, like, if, if I'm expressing myself and then you try and express yourself and you interrupt me, you broke the law. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, there's... Uh, not this one, but the next one is going to be fucking interesting. Uh, this one is democratic rights. Every Canadian citizen has the right to vote in elections and to run for public office themselves. There are certain exceptions. For example... People must be 18 years or older in order to vote. Our elected governments cannot hold power for an unlimited amount of time. The Charter requires governments to call an election at least once every five years. An election could be delayed, however, during a national emergency like a war. In this case, two-thirds of the member of House of Commons, or in the case of provinces or territories, the Legislative Assembly must agree to delay the election. The Charter makes it clear that elected representatives of legislative assemblies must sit at least once a year. This holds Parliament and all other legislatures responsible for their actions. They only have to show up once a fucking year for work. That's crazy. <laughs> like, give me that job. Apparently, I have the right to run for public office. Fucking give me that job. Could you imagine? Like, no wonder they're taking planes all over the world. Because they got nothing to fucking do. They just show up once a day. Once a year. For fucking work. Oh, that's fucked up. And then... Uh, I this The next one, mobility rights. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, Canadian citizens have the right to enter, remain in, and leave Canada. Canadian citizens and permanent residents have the right to live or seek work anywhere in Canada. Governments in Canada can't discriminate based on what province someone used to live or currently lives in. However, laws can set certain rules for when people are able to get social, health, and welfare benefits. For example, you may have to live in one particular province to get a certain length of time before getting health benefits from that province. Also, provinces with an employment rate below the national average may create programs that are only available to its own socially and economically disadvantaged residents. These programs encourage the residents to stay in the province and contribute to the workforce. So fucking Canadian citizens have the right to enter, remain in, and leave Canada. Unless COVID hits. Yeah, it's stupid. It, it, like... a so much shit and like that's even i don't fucking know that like that whole thing kind of left me speechless like canadian citizens have the right to enter remain in and leave canada but we yeah. don't 
as long as you're walking apparently because you can't you, you before uh the 20th you can't use a plane you can't use a train so how are you gonna how are you gonna get out of canada walk you can drive but they'll stop you at the border and they won't let you in america get on a raft push it out into the ocean Yay, I'm free. <laughs> then die. Onward to Florida. <laughs> right, and then just fucking get killed by a shark or something. Like, yeah. it's it's not... There should be, like, a stipulation in there that says, you know, you have the right to transportation that's regulated by the government. You know? Because well, I mean, buses and planes are regulated by the government. They exactly. were telling them that they had to enforce these stupid, archaic mandates. You know? Yeah. And they were paying them to enforce them too, so of course they're going to be like, "Yeah, cool. Just, just give me another ten million dollars. I need, I need to print one leaflet to hand out. Yeah, we'll, we'll enforce it. Ah, oh, that was a misprint. Give me another ten million dollars, and we'll do, we'll do another print of that." Right. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, fuck, legal rights is a big one. I don't want to get into that right now. Um, oh, here we go. Let's see what this is. Uh, protection against cruel and unusual punishment. In addition, the Charter protects everyone from cruel and unusual punishment. This includes torture, excessive or abusive use of force by law enforcement officials. Also, sentences of imprisonment must match the seriousness of the crime committed. For example, an extremely long prison sentence is not appropriate for a very minor crime. So right. my thing would be cruel and unusual punishment. The government telling me I have to get a vaccine to travel. That to me is at least unusual punishment. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's, it's up to the government to govern how the government works. Yeah. Yeah, nobody polices the government except the people voting. But if the people voting are stupid, then <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, What's you're never going to get accountability. No one, <laughs> you're never going to get accountability, and the only accountability you get is just voting them out of office. They don't ever like, you know, you're never going to see Justin Trudeau behind bars for you know laundering money and all that, all the ethics violations that he did, and you know, given like uh, people, uh, companies special treatment because they're giving them like money under the table and stuff. So. You're never going to see accountability for that. Yeah, it's it's, and he'll never get it. Like even if he's out of office and confesses the day after he's out of office, the media will cover it for an hour and then that's it. They'll just be like, "Yeah, so Justin Trudeau just killed and ran over a hooker." In the meantime, Kanye and Kimye are back, and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Right, exactly. So stupid. And that, my friends, was fuck your feelings. <laughs>